0: Hello and welcome to About Town. I'm Jay. I'm Nima, and our special guest today is Miss Mandy Groves, who whose knowledge of law is only matched by her understanding of the boy band culture in the 90s. Um, she loves gin and she loves uh, justice.
1: So, <laughs> gin and justice, gin and justice, which she's is my tagline. <laughs> I
0: love it. Um, and she's here today to talk to join us and talk a bit about her career as a trainee solicitor at Ealing. Law Centre? Yeah. Yeah? Sorry, I am a bit concerned like that <laughs> <laughs> and we're, We know each other quite well, so I shouldn't know. <laughs> anyway, so uh, we're going to start, as we always do, with a would you rather. Um, so this is quite a simple one this week. Um, would you rather live for a week in the past or live for a week in the future? A week in the future. Uh, definitely Sorry. a week in the past. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Yeah. Can you choose when you get to go to? Yeah, 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 I think so.
1: A week in the past? Yeah, I want a week in the 60s. Oh. Although I would realized like, how
2: terrible it time. Is. I was like thinking <laughs> yeah. like why?
0: For a week. Yeah, yeah. i like, just just ignore all that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy just a
1: holiday. Yeah.
0: yeah. I can't change the, anything. Go to see the Beatles or something. Yeah. yeah. you take your phone and take like pictures.
1: Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you can
0: take things with you.
1: Yeah, you ain't got you to can.
0: know. Yeah. <laughs> you, you you'd have to change clothes. Anyway, I don't need to create a whole storyline for yeah. this. Why would you, are we in the future? Yeah, How, where where would you go? Into the I just future? randomly tried to make sure I answered properly. This like
2: quickly instead of like thinking too much. Yeah, but in the future, because I don't know, it would be kind of cool. I
0: wonder if we have flying cars. I just what, the thing I is, we're know. trying to get away from air travel because of air pollution. So maybe we wouldn't have cars anymore, mm. or maybe but they, they could be well, non-polluting. Electric. Huh? They could be like non-polluting flying cars. Yeah, it's doable. Okay, well, I- right,
2: we got electric cars.
0: <laughs> yeah. But electricity comes from um, fossil fuels, in a way. Ah, oh, you got to ruin everything, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> but,
2: when, but now when you think about it, electricity, you know, we have renewable electricity from, like, wind, wind power. Yeah. Hydro power as well from dams. Yeah. So it's not always from fossil fuels.
1: And
0: they could I
2: invent think- it. It's the future. Yeah, yeah. it's the
0: future. Hmm. How far
2: would you want to go? I don't know. I didn't even think in detail, man. I was just like, future.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, um, maybe,
2: like, after I'm dead so I could just, like, see yeah. <laughs> the potential of what happens and be like, you know what, and I could, like, make write an op-ed or something or some newspaper article predicting the shit I think is going to happen. <laughs> and then when that happens, they'll be like, oh, my gosh, she was spot on because I think I saw an article not too long ago where someone um supposedly predicted, but it was so vague. It was like a fishnet of, like, oh, there'll be so many, like, political issues and I was like well duh there's always a political issue
0: <laughs> I, I feel like in the future there'll be a bad prime minister uh, oh <laughs> yeah, so do <deep>. always yeah. <laughs> you just never know
1: I can imagine you doing that though and then accidentally starting a cult and becoming really uncomfortable with it and be like
2: no don't follow me it's just, it's just an idea
0: <laughs> I, I had
2: oh but you know that would rake in money though if yeah. I'm dead
0: <laughs> <laughs> like when my seeds kid. yeah, yeah seed. future generations
2: will never go hungry this is you think about that
0: yeah man I don't like this, this is unethical I feel like I want to put some ethical guidelines into what you have to but change it. there's no
2: ethical guidelines in time travelling <laughs> yeah it's true
0: yet <laughs> I don't know what I do maybe I want to go to the past maybe I want to go to the future I might want to go to the 80s oh that'd be cool and just go to some like I mean I feel like that's really like basic. So I'm gonna go back to when my parents were young.
2: <laughs> Just see how it was. <laughs> Let them know they were gonna have a star. As yeah. A child.
0: Exactly. It's like shit's gonna happen and it's yeah. gonna be amazing. Um be but, ready. <laughs> yeah. But also I don't think I'd be able to I'd be really upset with like the racism. But mm, like, I yeah. feel like obviously you can walk around and everything's fine. And I assume it wasn't like that before. So I mm. think I would be a bit like I'm gonna do whatever I want and then people will be rude to me and I'll be upset
1: yeah be a lot more open and accepted and you just see the police walking past and joining in and you'd be like oh yeah this is not the place exactly. mm. it's like, i'm going
0: to the future fuck it <laughs> send me back yes. <laughs> or i'm from the future yeah. And, yeah no that sounds fun that's some good answers guys well done um mm. and then i guess we'll move on to our next section which is about town which we're just going to talk a little bit about what we've been up to it's been a while mm. was last episode it was recorded in September, I think.
2: Yeah, over three months. Yeah. My gosh, time has flown. So
0: what- hair has grown. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I just thought it rhymed. <laughs> like
0: yeah, so, yeah. This, like, um, so since where we went away, Nima became yes. a poet. Snap, snap. Yeah. Vibes. Vibes. <laughs> Q smoke. This is this is actually not true. But yeah. um, what have you been up to? <laughs> mm. Oh, driving. Driving. Yes.
2: How's it going? License soon come. Yeah. It's it's no it's coming along well. It's just um getting rid of old habits because I know how to drive. Yeah. Last year I said I needed to get my license and the year was ending and I was like, "Oh, yeah, no I really do need to get this shit done because yeah. I've been delaying it intentionally." So, um yeah, about to round that up so I'm excited about that. <clears throat> Left an old workplace and new levels, new devils. Yeah. But really no the devils haven't arrived yet, so that's fine. That's good. But um no, I feel like I'm being challenged in the right way. Yeah. Oh, I wanna give away, y'all. The first place of get. <laughs> Sorry, I got excited, I remember. And it came in the package, I just have to unbox it and like do the little video and put it on social media so they couldn't put it
0: on their stuff or whatever
2: okay. well they didn't say to but I just felt like I'm sure they would like that because it's nicely packaged I, lo- I love it <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm going
0: to give them some social media content Yeah. they're, they're going to want
2: it <laughs> yeah. you're welcome I'm kind of like, exactly and since I'm kind of like working in that field now it's like okay let me make sure I like do boomerangs of everything and I'm sure um, Jay is like dang you boomeranged boomerang the hell out of shit I really do I was looking through my phone I was like man I killed the boomerang last year <laughs> I'm going to take it down a notch Um, but um, yeah I want to give way from Afros, oh, Sin chicks. I I I'm probably saying their name wrong. Yeah. I know I am because my cousin corrected me the other day. But um, they do natural um hair products for kinky curly hair. Okay. And they just won. They won not too long ago, like two awards. Um, they won two competitions recently. The most recent one was from WeWork, and they won $180, one hundred and eighty dollars, thousand dollars. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> one hundred eighty thousand. Oh, wow. Sorry, they flew out to LA and everything, and put um pitched in front of Diddy and Gary... I can't pronounce his name. No, not Gary. (laughs) Oh, Gary. (laughs) They don't even know who he is over there. They're probably like, who is this British guy? (laughs) (laughs) Um he's a really um famous entrepreneur, businessman, um, always does a lot of motivational stuff. But um they pitched in front of like him and Aston Kutcher was there oh, as well. Okay. I thought you could so,
0: say Aston from JLS. Oh. <laughs> You're so British <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's when we have these conversations that I realize I have really been out of the
0: country for like a good pivotal moment of our lives yeah. <laughs> you don't know funky house music that's the one I that know <laughs> it's <laughs> but that, that as soon as it was a genre for like what seven months <laughs> oh gosh
2: but yeah um, they pitched they're amazing they, um, the products seem real cool they're going to be awesome for protective styles. so I will review that when I like in three months because then I'll be able to really know two months mm. how it works with protective styles and yeah. stuff so I'm
0: excited but um, yeah yeah Mandy how about you what have you done since you were last on the podcast oh this is our first time on
1: the podcast <laughs> everything's changed
0: Um, see I thought I was going to
1: think about this more beforehand and I didn't really think of much I feel like I've been working a lot recently yeah. and um, I'm planning to do new things like mm. not the new year new me but that was definitely
0: what was going to yeah so I'm going <laughs> to oh, so I've course. been
1: yeah so I've been Watch looking for like musical things to do um, in London and there's loads which is amazing so I played the violin when I was a kid me and too then, really oh
2: my gosh I stopped in primary 6 though when I went to secondary school I was like nah I ain't gonna do the
1: violin see I did it for a bit because I got out of science class and that was pretty cool oh, so
2: I liked that that was um,
1: okay, a very forward thinking school I Let's, and
0: science and have <laughs> science. let's go to the creativity forget
1: that yeah I used to have my lesson and then I'd hide in the music cupboard for a bit because there's a double bass in there and I used to play with it even though I don't know what? how to play it I was, I like, was about to a bigger version like I a string master it. <laughs> yeah but it, did, it didn't sound great but I strummed it a little bit and then I felt oh, like I was in a jazz band so and cool. yeah I have a very overactive imagination <laughs> um, but it was fun and no one ever questioned me I was gone for like an hour for a 20 minute lesson maybe no one cared anyway <laughs> it was all fine um, so yeah yeah, so I'm I'm looking to join an orchestra. I'm going to go along to a test session on Monday because mm. it's free. So you have to join like a you have to pay some like subs to be part of it. Awesome. But they sent me some music yesterday, and I looked at it and I can play it. So I'm quite cool. excited. Look at you. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to bring the average age down quite a bit looking at their Facebook. <laughs> but that is fine because they need some fresh. Blood. Yeah, and it's like I just want to play with other people again because mm. sometimes the violin on your own you can get really lonely because you're like oh this sounds better when there's more of us yeah and obviously it's so sad playing that little violin yeah that so. yeah all the all those minor
2: keys is, is like, um is yeah. it gonna be like a full orchestra or just like strings or
1: i think it's a full orchestra but they they said they're always ex- they're always looking for strings like because they can have as many as possible mm. and then i think when it's like all, a lot of the other instruments it's like we only need one harp
0: thanks we only need <laughs> one
1: triangle but violins just keep them coming so <laughs> I
2: can't
0: wait to come to your show yeah, I'm excited. I was I already thinking about it I was like oh my god it's going to be in like some town hall but I'm going to come dressed in orchestra wear it's not orchestra <laughs> opera yeah, elegant evening wear. Did Officer <laughs> or Not Opera wear the same thing? Like would you wear the same thing you'd to see an opera? I feel like you'd dress up more for the
1: opera. I don't know. And Plenty. like you probably wear like a longer dress. Yeah. maybe a hat for like the opera. Like an evening gown? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Mm, I don't know. That's what they did in The Great Showman, but I don't know if that's what? what real life is. I haven't seen that yet. I really want to see it. Oh, I think you'd like it. I love music I keep more. listening to the songs. So it's just like <laughs> just stop. You've heard it like three times a day. <laughs> you know when you get a song that's in your not head. Even enough. Work? <laughs> yeah. When I get <laughs> no, something in my head, I need to like listen to it to get it out again so Same. I'm at work singing along and then I think okay I'll just take a minute and then just listen to the song and then I can get on
0: with my life yeah you know how I like to listen to a song 50 or 60 times a day mm-hmm. until <laughs> just for, for like four two weeks I'll just listen to the song every five minutes mm-hmm. I keep listening to time after time sung by Titus Burgess well, it's so good! Um, oh, i, I have not heard Burgess, that. Really. I love yeah. that song though. It, he's so good. I love him. Titus Burgess is in Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, and he was on Broadway. He played Sebastian, and um, the like the the crap? Yeah, yeah. He played. Him. They do Little Mermaid on they, stage. Yeah, they did it in Broadway. Interesting. Yeah. So, um, how would that work with all the floating? I guess they just do this, and I'm just moving my arms so like a jellyfish. <laughs> you do look like you're floating. I do. <laughs> I know. So, well, the grace is just <laughs> unprecedented. <laughs> Um, I can't think if I've done anything interesting recently uh, what have I done I went to see a play I went to see mm-hmm. The the co- Convert <gasps> yes. which was really good Sweetie. it was um, it's at the New Young Vic not the New Vic it, 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 I always get confused it's Old Vic and Young, Vic, young Vic, Vic which makes sense mm. but Old and New also go together I've never thought about yeah. that yeah it's Ooh. really confusing um, I have to write it down on my hand um, but, <laughs> <laughs> so that play was really good it's got it was written by Danny Deny. I don't know. Like what, that, I'm yeah. So bad. I've kept, the girl from Black Panther. Yeah, the, yeah. The two yeah. girls from Black Panther. One wrote it once in it. <laughs> it, one's in it. Yeah. Um, and it's like a story about um. It's, what's it about? It's about like, it's in Zimbabwe Rewan. before it was Zimbabwe.
2: Rwanda. Rhodesia. R- Rhodesia? Yeah. Rhodesia.
0: Um, and it's like basically about a guy who is a priest, and then he a black convert. priest, mm-hmm. and he convert, mm. and then he tries to convert a village girl, mm-hmm. and then it's a whole, and then it's uprising time, and mm-hmm. it's like the story of, like, four or five characters. But it's really, really good. I it's love it. amazing. It's, like... Yeah, I would recommend it. If anyone, I don't know if it's still on, how long, is it on, how long it's on for, but mm. I very much enjoyed it. Um And it's really fun. Mm. Me and Nima went with another friend and we had front row seats, like bosses. I saw someone <laughs> from Twitter as well there. You know, I was like, oh, that girl's... I know her from Twitter. And my <laughs> friend was like, what? I was like, oh, because... um I just see her little picture. Yeah, and caption. And she's always like tweeting about black stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so there was no.
2: It was actually a diverse audience. Like, for. Since I've been. Since I've come back, Jay has been an awesome friend to make sure I go to cultured events. <laughs> 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 I go to a lot of theatre stuff now, but well, a lot in, compared to before, obviously. Do you feel but like, um, this is quite new for me. I don't know why I keep going, but. It's, it. it's it's fun. really nice. It's, yeah. it's It's a good experience, isn't it? But like, the audience. Compared to like other shows we've gone to, like Hamilton and other stuff, even the smaller stuff, like you don't see such a diverse um, audience. And I guess it's obviously because the story and the people in it. Yeah. Not to be mm. funny, you hear the Black Panther people, you're like, oh, I'm going to buy tickets. Kinda forever. And
0: we made sure to like. Yeah, we did the Wakanda, Wakanda forever thing at the end. <laughs> the <science>. yeah. <laughs> Which I was a bit embarrassed to do, but I wouldn't. I could we did it myself We did yeah, it like... <laughs> um, Yeah, sorry. But, loving our own joke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a <so> sad. <laughs> But, but yeah, no, it was really good though, I would mm-hmm. recommend it. Like how um, long's it on for? I don't know. Two three more weeks, five weeks, ten weeks? Yeah, probably. You know what? Google it. Again, yeah. Tell you. <laughs> <What's your friend? laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, we like that was really fun. Um and then just Christmas time. Mm. Which I didn't spend too much money, which I was proud of myself. Same. Oh, I started doing yoga classes again. Anyway, yeah, I'm just doing lots of random. Oh, I started little. yoga literally in that little gap, like but at home, not oh, like okay. going to classes. How do you
2: find it at home? Um, it was good. I felt like really good and I could definitely tell like when I was like loosening up in places, but then I stopped like the last month. I just haven't my schedule was really out of whack for the month of December and, like, part of November. But, um, yeah, going forward, I think I'll pick it back up because it, it feels good and, like, your body just feels like it's relaxing, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah.
2: Plus, mm. I, I want to age gracefully. That's the whole thing of, like, I'm intentionally... My word last year was intentional. Doing intentional stuff. So this year, I'm trying to carry it on. So I just... I, I don't want to be walking with a walking stick at 50. Yeah. We would Yeah, we were talking about that earlier, yeah. weren't we? Yeah, about, like,
1: because I'm not really a big on exercise person. It's like I like walking to get somewhere. <laughs> I walk to the bus stop <laughs> and swimming if I get pushed in. No, um, so uh, so Jay was saying about the, about exercise making you feel good and like all those mm. all those positives from it. And I was saying about how I'm sort of thinking about the future because I don't want to get past that point in my life where I can start new habits and then actually mm. um, have really painful knees all the time which I sort of have sometimes but I think it's to do with the weather but I don't really know Same. and the doctors say it's nothing there I had like an MRI scan and everything mm. and they were like yeah you're fine and I like I don't feel fine so I think I just need to start moving more and I have and it is already working because yeah. I've been swimming like once So, <laughs> so yeah. it's and worth like, it
0: my body I've got beach body ready yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. I'm number there. 2019 <laughs> <laughs> to be fair I do think like yeah I love going to the gym and I go to all these dance classes I think like Zumba I used to, go to throwbacks well, I was going to throwback 90s dance classes as well and the Zumba one I just loved it I was like this is so fun and also there were so many people it was like New Year New year, Me group <laughs> so yeah, there like, yeah. 50 people in the class but I found that more fun because it was like everyone's just like dancing <laughs> and, like we tried to spin around and everyone's trying to shake their asses <laughs> um, and it's just like and then also I got I could catch up on some of it because it's had like salsa moves and I learned that before and I was like oh muscle memory I'm like, always oh, wow. ready to go. And, oh, look, oh, got you. this. Yeah. Wow, I'm I'm amazing. <laughs> um, I could teach this. Yeah, I move out the way, whatever your name is. <laughs> Why am I coming to classes? I should be instructing. <laughs> you should be paying me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm like the hype man for the Zumba class. <laughs> but I get so sweaty, it's really embarrassing. But anyway. I also love organised dances. I remembered on New Year's day
1: yeah <laughs>
0: whatever time in the morning oh, we yeah, were doing me. it after everyone left <laughs> <You're> like <laughs> yeah. line dances no, yeah well so me and uh me and a uh, Mandy I was trying to teach her how to um well, we're teaching this candy dance because Mandy often sees us do it in the club. And she's like, candy, yeah. just like candy. Yeah. I find it really hard, yeah. even though it's
2: clearly really simple. But,
0: yeah, but lots of people don't know how to do it. But, and also when it happens in the club, like, you know, people gravitate towards each other. It's usually the black people. <laughs> I, go, I go find them in the club and we all do it. And I go back to my friend. <laughs> and then, uh, which, um, Mandy can attest to, me. it's like, I'm sorry, I just need to go. Um, so I was like, oh, well, like, we were trying to do it. And then I was teaching them, and then we tried to learn the Saturday Night Dance, which I've never learned. Like Saturday Night, they always do it at school discos. And And like I remember
2: Macarena, school discos. We did that too. Yeah, Yeah.
0: (laughs) we were doing that. And then we got we learned the Saturday Night one, which was hard, and we did it for the whole song. I know what you're talking about. And then you like jump forward, jump back. It's so fun. Yeah, and I was like out of breath after that. I was also, you know, had been doing it for like 15 minutes. It felt like. Um, it you was a lot of cardio. Yeah, we're doing a lot of cardio at like three in the morning. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Going to start the year. <laughs> yes, that is good. See, so you don't even realise how long a song is until you have to do like a dance routine. Too. Yeah, yeah but like, if you started, dance. you're like, I've got to finish. Yeah. This but is true. It, how did it, S Club 7 do it? <gasps> I used to love S Club mm. 7. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I used to boast that. I remember telling my cousins so passionately, they are the biggest band in the world. <laughs>
0: he gave me and he was like, this bitch is crazy. <laughs> you know, if, they have their own TV show? If no, <laughs> in, LA. <laughs> in Miami? Honestly, I used to, but, yeah, they used in to Spain, remember, right?
2: yeah, in Spain, yeah, I used to rave about them so bad. Even, thank God for my cousins because, to be honest because the area I lived in was like predominantly white <laughs> if not for them introduced me to like Kanye West and stuff I would have been forever star- Steps was another yeah. one too I even had
0: I, um, I bought their album
2: I remember that <laughs> <laughs> I like
0: why did I give them my coins? You've actually got <laughs> an interesting story about Steps don't you? Do I? Why are they called Steps? Oh <laughs> So
1: I like to read Wikipedia about things that I enjoy and mm-hmm. Steps is one of the things oh. that I enjoy <laughs> and I was reading about how the reason they're called Steps is because they had so many dance moves and apparently it was like a... I don't think it was like a new thing for bands like that to dance, but it was like their USP that they would have dance moves that you could read in the inlay of their C D case and it would have the steps of the moves and that's why they're
0: called steps. Shut the front
2: door I and, you had and I, so I did not even know that.
0: <laughs> you didn't even open the album.
2: <laughs> it's almost like I a used pun. To open I that's why I love the album covers because the lyrics because I'm shit at lyrics. Yeah. Mm. I will sing I've been singing stuff for years and I now hear the lyrics and I'm like, Oh shit. But I still sing it, like rub, like the wrong lyrics or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's stick why I like um, stick to your I, I don't know, they had step moves in there. Yeah, I never saw
1: that either, but How do you I used to tape that? it off the
2: charts, yeah. so that is I didn't have CDs.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. It was a simple life. Yeah. Well, we all had tapes at that time, I think. Yeah. Did you guys yeah. pretend you had your own radio show and record yourself? I actually yeah. genuinely did. <laughs> <laughs> it was called the MJ and B Show with my friend Bane. <laughs> And um, we, yeah, we had a little theme tune which was the JMB show. It's so fantastic. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> and then it goes on and it names some people from our school. So I won't, I won't you know, for, for GDPR, I won't say. <laughs> what, <laughs> were your, what were your features? Uh, we'd take the piss out of someone. <laughs> and then we would do like skip, skips. I don't really remember, but we like um my friend still has the tape. I think. Oh no, it got broken, and she's like crying. Oh, that was sad. because we had it until we were, like sixteen, and we used to listen to it. Oh, That's sad nice. yeah. That is losers, long, long but it was really fun. I think it's nice. It's like a time capsule. Yeah, of mm. your weird self. <laughs> <laughs> some things don't need to be Yeah. Oh, listening <laughs> back. Kids with phones since they were ten. <laughs> like, oh yeah, to see some shit. Anyway, my should we move on to our actual interviewing uh, Mandy? Yes. Thing? Because the reason, so what we're going to try and do on our About Town kind of new podcast, we're going to uh, interview people from London. So mm. Mandy is a person, well, she's not from London, who live in London. Jay reminds me of this all the time. Yeah, she's, not, she's not from here. <laughs> Don't get too comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even go here. Um, and then, yeah, so just talk to her a bit about her job, her life here, and like just kind of... Make her three-dimensional. Yeah, I don't know we're gonna provide some three-dimensional London characters yeah just no pressure <laughs> okay so we decided to talk a bit about law with Mandy so do you want to, so you're a do you want to just introduce yourself please?
1: yeah so I'm a I'm a trainee solicitor at a community law centre mm. in Ealing which is in the west of London so west um, of Ealing yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, and my my work is uh, mostly or probably all of it is is legal aid so I do publicly funded work so people come to us who have had proceedings brought against them from their landlord possibly so I'm a housing lawyer I probably should have said that at the start so I work in housing law so it's a mixture of helping people stay in their homes and prevent evictions and also lots of homelessness as well so we Mm. challenge people who are making bad decisions about homelessness and just remind them that the law exists and that they should be following it Mm. which is which is really
0: interesting Okay, Um, and so why did you choose to go into legal aid? So. Or into law in general? Yeah. So you did a law degree, right?
1: Yeah, I did. That was, But I did the degree not necessarily thinking that I would go into it. I Mm. did it because I found it interesting because I did law A-level and before that I thought that law was like this really boring thing that someone put into stone, like the Ten Commandments. I just never thought about it properly and then I learned how...
0: Interesting it was, and dynamic and fast-moving. Why is it... Because I probably think the same thing about the law. Yeah, no. So, like, I don't really know. It just seems like law. Well, that seems fancy, right?
2: Yeah, and... Well, from my background, it's, like, it's the type of thing to do, like, to make sure you've got, like, sustainable income and, like... (laughs) is is a respected position yeah yeah yeah, you've got to be fancy for it yeah that was
1: that was definitely part of the choice of thinking that I wanted something where I knew I would get a job because I was Mm. like I'm going to uni to get a job it wasn't just like a fanciful thing but I definitely wanted to do something that I was interested in and I was always going to do English beforehand because I loved stories and literature and poems and Mm. I was like you know I'm I'm I'm, I know I'm going to love this This is going to be great and I'm just going to get to read all the time which is the dream right mm. um, and then I learned about this thing called I don't want to go too much into it but why I think law is interesting yeah. there's a thing called statutory interpretation where so obviously parliament makes all these laws there's all these statutes it's being debated discussed passed every single day through um, the house of commons and the house of lords but the way that those are actually used in practice is is completely different and what happens is that something will be interpreted. Interpreted in a certain way and then someone will challenge that it will go through the court system and go to a high enough court that actually the judge will say no it should be interpreted in this way and then the law changes Mm -hmm. so it's the cases and the real situations that people bring that actually makes the law develop and move and be usually more fair because that's what everyone's aiming for right Mm. so when politicians write something in a certain way they they are doing it with their experiences and their knowledge about the subject which is usually quite limited because laws affect all different things mm-hmm. so it has to be the people that it affects and the lawyers who work in that area as well to kind of mold it and move it to how it should be and how it should develop for the time because the you know laws are made about something and then mm-hmm. have to last for hundreds of years and when society changes so much so that's why I think it's so interesting because I never realized that there was that movement and there was that development there and I love learning about that but
0: it is long yeah <laughs> is there like an example of that if you have a quick example of like that happening or like where that would or like i don't know I mean, cases
1: are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean there's loads of famous cases Most, like when I get a taxi and I tell someone that I'm a lawyer um I've had more than one taxi driver be like oh yeah Donahue and Stevenson right which is this case about a <laughs> woman the who <laughs> yeah. there was this woman who drank a ginger beer in like I think it was the early 1900s I don't actually remember um and there was a rotting snail in the beer um, which is pretty disgusting right but Yay. that case basically started the whole law of negligence which is now used in like all different areas and it's about having a duty to someone mm. If you're In all different contexts So in that case It was a contractual duty For the people Who made the ginger beer Not to have Mummy snails, and in, snails, snails in it Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And Yeah And that is such Like basic concept But that's still the case That everyone refers to In mm. different areas Of negligence today Why did the
0: taxi drivers say Is it just
1: It's like a fa- It's like a famous it's, it's a famous case Not a lot of them are I say guess name, yes. Donahue and Stevenson Gonna and Stevenson. All right,
2: yeah. that's your take on for today.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, oh. oh, wow. Yeah,
1: but there's, I mean, in terms of other examples, there's in, like, homelessness, for example. Mm. So a lot of what I do is I'm um, challenging the local authority's decision on how vulnerable someone is. So if mm. you are homeless in the UK, you have to jump through loads of legal hoops for the council to actually assist you, um, which I knew nothing about before I, before I started working in housing law. Mm. Um, but the obviously there's lots of different decisions made about whether how vulnerable someone is and whether they should actually get that help. And in the last like five years or so, there have been some cases on who should be the who it should be compared to. Like, if you're vulnerable, should you be more vulnerable than a homeless person? Should you be more vulnerable than, an or, like, an ordinary person? And should you be... How much more vulnerable should you be? So, like, one case said that you should be significantly more vulnerable. And then that's now the, like, bit of a judgment that I'm applying all of the time when I'm saying, no, this person is more vulnerable because of this. Yeah, You have to have the evidence. You have to get the medical evidence, obviously. But mm. you're literally using these few words that a judge said to try and establish your case because you interpret something different to what the
0: council do
2: yeah
1: um i th- i mean i think i think it's really interesting i think that's interesting
0: that as well. is really and in- uh, it, it's yeah it's depressing it can be depressing either. yeah <laughs> like, yeah like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, do you mean it's up for inter- and it, obviously if someone like that's quite complicated really like if you don't know that then like you won't know it <laughs> so yeah. like, so like- <laughs> because there's so
2: much room for in like misinterpretation significantly more vulnerable like what I might think is really bad is different to you right so yeah yeah do they ever like break it down a little bit more
1: they do revisit stuff yeah 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 definitely so then other cases will look at that and Mm -hmm. there's there's codes Mm of guidance and there's Mm -hmm. um policies so there's like local authority policies and but in terms of giving examples every everything is so different I've been doing this for about a year and a half now mm-hmm. and people present to you with such different circumstances and histories mm. and and illnesses and things that you you can never really have a kind of this is an example and this will work for someone else yeah. um, so you have to piece all the different guidance together and then what my job will usually be is to write representation so even though I've got a person in front of me who I can see really needs support with housing um, I have to write down why that is and mm. use um use my own understanding of everything and also the th- what they tell me to mm-hmm. put together a really, really persuasive argument. Mm. But when it works, it feels really good. Mm. But ultimately, you know, you, as a legal aid lawyer, I think often you want your job not to exist because this person should have should have been helped previously before they even came to you. You know, they've come to you at the point yeah. where they want something reviewed and something looked at again. Mm-hmm. And you think, well, actually, the first decision maker, why, why are they not seeing what I'm seeing? But mm. what? like jay said about it being depressing with the housing crisis and just the situation at the moment and austerity it's in such a difficult state that you have to be at your lowest ebb really for you actually actually to get any support and that's not that's sad. that's not how it should be that's not how i think it should be
0: yeah and why did you choose so i've i was talking to someone about how they're a lawyer or something and they're like it's really boring because you're just like Working for like a giant company and you're only working on like random wording contracts. Like your mm. job doesn't sound like that. No, <laughs> so, like, would, so, like that it's sounds different to the different law scope. Yeah, so, like I guess there's different types of law or legal jobs. Like why did you choose to do the this legal one. aid? I mean, it, for me it's self-explanatory because it's social justice issues. But yeah, like, <laughs> but like why did you choose it rather than like going to the I don't corporate know corporate law? Yeah. I've, I feel like, like
1: Molly. Alien. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be nice. Um I I never really saw myself as a corporate person. So mm-hmm. even though on my degree, and when you're thinking about careers and stuff, and you go to all these fairs and read all this literature online, there's a big focus on getting into a big firm, getting a good job, getting that training contract, which is like the holy grail. If you if you want to qualify, you need someone to take you on for a two-year period. It's called a training contract. Oh. And without that, you can't actually qualify as a solicitor. Um, so you need to f- find somewhere that suits you and mm. that you're going to fit in and I just didn't really see myself in that context and because I was studying because I loved it rather than wanting to just get through it and get the best grades um I just knew that was never the way that never going to be the way that I was going to go but i also does some volunteering um where at the time when I didn't really know what I wanted to do and that's when I first volunteered in a law centre and I thought you know this this is what this is what I want to do these are the kind of the kind of people that I want to work with in terms of your colleagues Mm. and also the clients as well the kind of people that I wanted to help people who um might struggle to go into a massive law firm and explain something to someone who was only giving them 30 minutes of their time um I like I liked the challenge of assisting people who need a little bit
2: a little bit more patience, maybe a little bit more support. So there's a bit more empathy in this field in this sector.
1: Yeah. Versus... Yeah, well it's the kind of it's the human side of it mm-hmm. because it's people a lot of my clients, they haven't ever wanted to go to a courtroom or mm-hmm. be part of this process, but they've been forced to because um circumstances. Yeah, because of because of their circumstances. So you have to kind of help them through it and that's the side of it that I really enjoy. I think it's it's weird though to say that I enjoy it. I sometimes feel a bit uncomfortable with it, but I I enjoy the job and I get a lot of satisfaction from um, helping people who are in need, I Mm -hmm. think. And they're really nice people like 90% of the time as well who um, are just really appreciative that, that someone's there to explain things to them. Mm-hmm. yeah I sort of feel like I'm translating sometimes even though I don't speak any other languages <laughs> apart from some really bad French but mm-hmm. you you Wee. have <laughs> <laughs> beautiful mm-hmm. um, but you have to you ha- it's almost like you have to act, you have to be two people so mm-hmm. if you're say you're in court and you have to talk to the judge in a certain way and apply the law and have all these traditions and all this like fluff basically yeah mm-hmm. um, because that's who, how it's always been probably, yeah know. yeah, <laughs> something <laughs> like that <laughs> Um, I'm really knowledgeable (laughs) but at the same time you have to um, explain it to someone who's got no knowledge of this process and think okay if I had just walked in here today because I'd got a letter saying I had to come here what is the most important thing what do I need to know and should I go into the reasons why they said that sentence that makes no sense you're like constantly thinking okay this is what has just happened and this is what you need to do now and I know that none of that made sense but I'm here to explain to you what's actually going on. Well, mm. oh, that's
0: interesting because I think, like, especially when you go to uni or sometimes you're with a group of people and you're like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> like, you mm-hmm. don't know what words mean, or like, if mm-hmm. you get like a threatening, not a threatening letter, but a letter that's got you know when it's like in red and it says you owe this much, but in reality, look down, it's like oh, you could pay it like this, this, and this. Yeah. But like, you might not if you've never seen that before, you don't really understand how it works. It can be a you intimidating. Like, advice is so important. I mean, mm, like, we yeah. often talk about like it's just basic like. Even though this is a silly example, but like writing a CV or something like that, or writing a job application, some people mm-hmm. don't know how to do it, and it's like, why would you know how to do that? How would you know? How would you understand this? Yeah, well, Unless no one ever teaches you. We're taught yeah. it, yeah. And then like other people would understand it, or would understand that oh, this doesn't, this isn't a final thing. You can do this, this, and this. But a lot of times, like other options aren't made clear, or mm. so it's like, how can? You no, know, like having someone a lawyer. I guess that's what lawyers are meant to do. They're meant to like. Yeah, that's what Different. the turbo Yeah, yeah well,
1: the, but the face to face reassurance is really, really important. And mm. I think that sort of going back to why I wanted to to work in legal aid it took me a long time to actually get into it because um, I graduated in 2014 Mm -hmm. and there were some huge government cuts in like 2012, 2013 that meant that loads of huge areas of legal aid were out of scope and a lot of small advice agencies like where I work Mm -hmm. their funding was cut by like 40% just instantly and this all happened there were some protests you know like lawyers got together and protested it but ultimately no one no one really cared yeah Yeah. because unless you're part of the justice system it's not really something that you you think about so much mm. every day it doesn't have the same kind of value as the nhs even though the legal aid system was set up at the same kind of time sort of post-world war Two, to yeah. support people mm-hmm. who didn't have any means like allowing them to have the same levels
0: of justice as everyone else mm. um i've completely gone my I've forgotten my brain. no i get what you mean like well people don't you will got into it when it was like Getting smaller. Oh, then, yeah, 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 but what
1: I was going on to say <laughs> yeah. was the the face to face advice, this early advice and early intervention to explain when the, the f- person gets that first letter yeah. at the start of the proceedings, even though it explains everything, even though everything's there and it mm-hmm. explains it, um, you want to say like with air quotes, uh, you know, everything's there in black and white, but that doesn't mean that people understand it. Oh, that doesn't yeah. mean that they understand the ramifications. Mm-hmm. And if we had a government in the future that would fund that early advice and allow people to have things explained to them, then I think that there wouldn't be as many people in the courts as there are. It wouldn't get to those crisis situations. Yeah. Um, and that's something that... I would like to work to change in the future kind yeah. of it's it's really hard going now and you're kind of at the coalface frontline stuff yeah. but I sort of hope that in the future there'll be a different um government pl- <laughs> yeah
2: cuz all I'm here let me say obviously this is filtered by um, my own personal experience and my irritations of the current political environment, <laughs> but basically we just need to vote these motherfucking Tories out because <laughs> I'm
0: tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. But anyhow, it yes, makes me I'm so happy these, that didn't you? Neither has these before. You you were new to not new, yeah, the new to political political yeah the political scene really here.
2: Yeah, because I, really I was understand.
0: out. Yeah, huh? I didn't understand
2: in detail like because okay when you I think when you're like in your late teens, um, early twenties is when you're like really being able to like shape your political perspectives and views and I was in America so a lot of my views were obviously based of the environment that I was living in at that time Mm -hmm. and then okay a little bit of Maybe a little sprinkle in, like, what might affect me in terms of exchange rates. But that's yeah. not really politics. Because all I was worried is that a student is that when my parents are sending me money, how am I, how many dollars am I getting? Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's all I was worried least. about. So then I worried about international trade and, like, issues, because then I know that's pe- messing with my money. Yeah. You know? <laughs> really, that's the only reason I was caring and watching CNN all the time. Yeah. So, um, but then when I came back, and, yeah, and um, thankfully, your um Jay is politically... Socially conscious in general. Yeah. And so, like, I was around people who were, like, in tune, like, with what was going on. Oh, yeah, I was understanding it. But, like, I think my general... I wouldn't even say I'm aligned with a specific party. I just don't know. I know I don't like them motherfucking, to- motherfucking Tories. Pardon my language. But they really are getting on my nerves nowadays. Yeah, that's like, fair. As highly these- educated <laughs> as these people claim to be, you'll come and, like... and Let me not go on the ta- off a tangent. You can catch me on another day for that. But... Yeah, I just, I just, there's just some basic common sense stuff that I think they miss and like basic lack of humanity that it only seems to be
0: relevant when it affects them. Yeah. Kind of there's thing. A, so, there's a thing about like the pub is so uh, in 2010, austerity happened, which basically meant lots of cuts to public services, which mm-hmm. as Mandy was saying, and that like, so that would be legal aid, that would be like employment help, that would be everything for some Mm -hmm. reason. And then it's like, yeah, so you end up having the people who are at crisis point are the only people that get help. Everyday
2: people being forced to their
0: ultimate lowest points. And it's like, before there was so much more support. Yeah. I think about it like when we were younger, obviously this isn't to do with law or anything, but Mm -hmm. like, EMA which was like a thing like if you went to college and you had your pa- parents earn a less amount you would get weekly allowance to help you like get to college or you know mm-hmm. buy sweets. <laughs> yeah, I remember <laughs> that yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and things like that and like so you would have that and then at uni it was uni was cheaper and you got quite big maintenance grants if your mm-hmm. parents didn't earn much money. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's not around anymore? No, that's gone. So like I like for me that's what mm. I had and um so that helped me. But like yeah. if, if my it's weird because I have siblings who are like uh kind of the next generation you mm-hmm. see them it's like oh you have to pay a lot more than I paid mm-hmm. you have to do a, like we got a more. lot of the last stuff because we got the last of the Labour government yeah yes. <laughs> like, it's like, but it's like they, they've they just lost everything and like you just oh sorry and intentionally
2: what that does they know what they're doing it intentionally makes it harder for people who otherwise wouldn't even think or have had the opportunity to like think of even like going to potentially go to higher um, education or Um, delve into a trade that people around like you know they're not surrounded with on a daily basis like the work you know like being in the working class you're not gonna think of oh I could potentially you know go to an acting school yeah you know that kind of thing because you don't have people that are around you that are encouraging you like it's like iron sharpens iron so like if you don't have someone that is even like lighting that fire it doesn't even come to your mind to even catch yeah. yeah and so, if it's not financially viable at exactly. all. Exactly. So you're like, Oh well, I definitely can't do it. You wouldn't even think of even like trying to find a way to even do it. Yeah. yeah. Well you if don't someone... even know things
0: exa- well for Exact mm. like so uh me and Mandy met at uni. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, uh, I don't I didn't I don't know anything about law. I mean in this interview obviously I still don't know much about law. <laughs> <laughs> at least but, you know where I work. Yeah, I know <laughs> just <laughs> but it's like this is just like so as as Nima said, like I'm aware of political stuff and social stuff but like you could just completely miss complete sections which yeah. would actually like because we talk about the housing crisis a lot mm. but I've never I don't really think about the legal aid side of how that's support mm. to support people you're like oh we need to build more houses but it's like you also need to support the people that are already in the houses that are yeah. being kicked out <laughs> like yeah. you need to support there's like it's all connected so it's like that's why everyone needs to fight on different levels. Some people need to be social media yes. activists. Some people yeah. need to be legal aid lawyers. Some <laughs> yeah. people need to be doing like uh, I don't know, just protesting. Like it's all part know. of the machine, isn't it? Oh, it's trash. It's
2: mm. so, so vote out them Tories, man. If you don't like voting, I don't care. Just vote. Don't vote for them. Just, just. <laughs>
0: yeah, just vote. Yeah.
2: Just vote, goddammit. Yeah. Not that there's any election but the way it's looking.
0: Well, no, well, no, we no, don't no Nowadays, yeah. shit. Man. Who knows what's <laughs> happening? Oh, Theresa May, it is terrible. <laughs> anyway.
2: do oh, <laughs> give makes me yeah.
0: sick. <laughs> um, yeah, so is there anything else that you want to mention about New York or anything like that? Don't feel any pressure.
1: Oh, I could talk about it all day, though, but oh, no, not oh, sorry, everyone actually, is,
0: actually, is as interested <laughs> I've, got, I've actually got My a colleagues that works. What advice would you give to someone who wanted to work in legal aid, like you know those mm-hmm. law, those political law students who are like, oh, maybe I should do something that's actually worth something? Oh, I love those political law students because um,
1: I was one. Um, <laughs> I would so. I think my advice would be
0: to or just to support them the, the, the
1: yeah I think my advice would be to to not be afraid to do something else first so when like I was saying earlier when I graduated and the cuts were happening there were no entry level jobs and I thought okay well if I can't be this kind of lawyer then I don't want to be a lawyer I was like I do not want to convey in someone's house or deal with a business deal or try and make someone richer that's just not me so I thought okay mm. what else can I do um, I managed to get a job in book publishing which meant I could move to London and um meant and f- for a while I was like okay this is amazing forget law I don't even like it what was I on about I'm gonna do this for years yeah. and for about a year that lasted and then I thought actually I was still interested in legal issues and looking them up and reading these books and I thought actually no this is what I want to do i we be working for a long time so I've got to sort of make moves while I'm young yeah. so I started volunteering and um there there's basically this big barrier that if you want to get to the point where you get a training contract you have to do this course called the legal practice course
2: mm-hmm.
1: which until when I started doing it in 2016 didn't count as a masters so there was no masters funding for it you'd have mm-hmm. to take out a huge commercial loan which mm-hmm. I didn't really want to do um so then this government loan came in where basically if you don't have a masters and i ho- it must still be around now i think you can get 10 grand um from the government to do do a masters degree so i took that i got a little scholarship and i and i Took the leap to do this course, and at the same time, because I was doing it part time, I also got a job at Community Law Centre in Croydon, South West London law centres. Hey, and sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I always Croydon. Sorry, like Who, talk about us. Yeah, and. When I was there, I learned so much about how a legal aid practice actually works, because mm-hmm. before I had all these ideas and optimisms and, you know, all the like fluffy stuff. But actually, um, I, I got to grips with, with how how these things happen. And then luckily, because mm-hmm. that was a funded job, a charitable funded job, because no one is, is funding these kind of jobs. Yeah. When it ended, I got a paralegal job at Eating Law Centre. and that's where I'm going to qualify in about just over a year and um, and it's great so I was was lucky but I think that if if something you want to do don't worry about doing something connected with it work for charity or work Mm -hmm. for work for any I think any kind of arts organisation or any kind of job where funds are limited and you have to be creative and work with what you've got you can always transfer that over into legal aid so I would definitely
2: tell people not to be put off by it and just take all the opportunities you can because it's all going to be valued yeah just to recap on a couple one thing in particular you said because in case people are listening and they want that opportunity as well, mm. you said there was something you could go to the government. If you don't have a master's, you can go back to the government and apply for what was that?
0: Yeah, so it's, it's graduate g- development loan. Yeah,
2: development I loan. think yeah. it's called. Cool. I
1: think that's what it's called. <clears throat> yes, yeah. yeah. so it's. I think it's been around for a few years for master's degrees, mm-hmm. and it's so to and to qualify for it, you just need to not already have a master's. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know if there's means information because they didn't ask for like my my like parents income the way they did for my undergrad Mm -hmm. um it's just in in the same way as my undergrad loan this will come out of my wages every Mm -hmm. month Mm -hmm. so I don't have to pay it all back straight away because otherwise it it wouldn't have been affordable
2: for me that's good
1: um it was was amazing yeah (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs)
2: definitely look into
1: it it's life-changing
2: I think um what's good I feel anyway with our government to a degree like on the website like you can Google something, click on it. And it does break it down to, um, in layman terms. They don't, they don't talk over your head, which is really good. Unless like, you just don't understand. You can just ask questions in it. But, um,
0: yeah, I just,
2: I think that's a good one for us. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, that's some good advice. About-
2: oh, and you said you moved here from, you moved to London. I caught onto that. I so did, I did. So where did you come from? Can so,
1: my history, my history So I grew up in a sunny seaside town called Bournemouth.
0: Um,
1: and I lived there for 20 years. And then mm. I moved to Leicester for university. Met Jay, and we talk about Bournemouth all the time because I thought that Bournemouth was the best place in the world. She, really, she thinks about wherever she lives. <laughs> I definitely think that about London <laughs> but I think I'm right this time yeah Um, yeah and um, when I was in final year you know there's that I I spent so much more time looking for jobs than I did revising it was so bad just like on to the next step Um, but I was pretty sure that i as much as I love Bournemouth and it was a lovely place to grow up, I was thinking there's not the opportunities that, that I want back there. It's not, mm. you know, it would be, it would have been a step back for me to move back. And I was like, I want to move forward. Um, so when I managed to get a job so that I could move to London, it just felt like the kind of like meal ticket. Even though I say meal ticket, um, I've been poor for like five
0: years. Yeah. But I'm very happy. <laughs> so what can you do? <laughs> what do you, What's your favourite thing about London or why do you like London?
1: I love the culture I love that wherever you go um, there's something going on every night of the week Um, there's always loads of um, theatre shows Mm. nights panel discussions I also love the freebies because there's so much of that that's free like yeah Mm. saying there's always like deals on different cultural shows I love reading time I love all the free magazines you get on the tube so I love oh. getting time out and thinking oh look all these amazing things that are happening and I'll maybe go to one maybe go to none but mm-hmm. just the idea that you could do so much of it is is great and I love getting handed free things at train stations
0: oh once I got mm-hmm. breakfast I got a croissant and a bottle of water for oh, so real yeah, so, like, like, so like, so
2: <laughs> make sure you don't start your day on an empty stomach yeah <laughs> I think that's what
0: they said I think it was lower pack <laughs>
1: God. Yeah, was it a good buttery croissant?
0: I think so. I don't remember where I was going, mm. but I definitely ate it on the way. Oh, you're making me hungry now. Yeah, I feel a bit hungry. Anyway, <laughs> no, yeah. I do. I think yeah, in London there's definitely something new to do whenever you want. And if yeah. you're like, mm, I want to take yoga classes on a Wednesday, every other Wednesday for six weeks, you mm-hmm. can find that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like at not, twenty past six. Yeah, yeah, twenty past something. six.
0: Something like yeah, it's like I want to go to a show. Or a, a thing where there's free food and, like, Palestinian food, but then also there's a Caribbean restaurant around the corner and you're like, yeah, that's that. Yes, there. you're <laughs> guess, so right. You're like,
2: there's this? something for everybody. Yeah. There really is. It's really...
0: I don't know if there are
2: many cities like this in the world. I don't know. But it is a, a good one. Club. Yeah, mm. it is. I like it here. Um, yeah. I guess we should wrap up this section, unless we've got any follow-up questions for... Um, I think those are the two main things, where you're from and the yeah. graduate thing.
0: Yeah. How would you support a law center if you were just a randomer? I think mm. definitely
1: look in your um in your local area. So mm. see if there's one in your local area. Just have a Google. Um, if you wanted to look up about what they do and find some more information, the Law Centres Network is a good place to start. So, they're like an umbrella organisation for all law centres around the UK. And also, if you ever wanted to start one, they're the people to get in touch with. So, Ooh, you can um, start them. Yeah, of course, you can start them. So, they're like <laughs> grassroots community organisations. So, they started out in the 1970s when um, there were radical lawyers who thought actually, you know, we should be bringing law to the people. So, they'd open high street shops um, and start law centres. The first one was in North Kensington. Mm-hmm. Um, it recently celebrated its 40th anniversary i th- no that was another one i don't know my anniversaries yes, but yeah but there's lots of information around also there's um uh Law, the Law Center Network were one of the um, charities chosen by The Guardian for their Christmas appeal. So there's been okay. a huge amount, over a million pounds. It's amazing. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah, The Guardian the Guardian readers have donated all of this money for um, charities who, who were working with the Windrush scandal. So that's something that oh. a lot of um, my colleagues in immigration have been dealing with for a long time, knowing that this was going to happen. And as soon as it came out, obviously, people were rightly... Outrage! Outrage because mm-hmm. because it's outrageous. Um, uh, so it's it's amazing to have that sort of recognised by by people and to have the support of a
0: publication like yeah.
1: the Guardian. It was great.
0: This the thing is that's it's really interesting because like a lot of stuff we've spoken about on on um, Brown About Town was that mm. like we talked about the Windrush scandal, we talked about the housing crisis, we talk about yeah. all this stuff, and it's like oh shit, there's actually. I mean, there's always people working on stuff, but like you know, it's like oh, if you wanted to support or if you. Its like, who's doing anything about this, it's like, there are this huge group of people doing loads yeah, of stuff. Uh, at yeah. Frontline, kind of... Because you miss out... Often, you see the protests, but you don't see the frontline workers, or you don't mm, know mm, who they are, mm-hmm. because they're too busy doing all the work. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, we don't have time to go do stuff. But, yeah. No, but that was really interesting. I guess, like, tie in the two
2: ends, then, like, um... Is that like, a medium in terms of, like... Okay, I know you're saying, obviously, the law centres and stuff. Do they have platforms on better-yet social media that people could follow yeah. to, like... Be updated with the work that they're doing because I think that what I'm learning from, for example, the Windrush situation and all different types of policy issues that are happening, is that um, once it catches on social media and enough people realise and well enough people see it because mm-hmm. visibility is so important, right? Um, I think that helps to give like a bit of a push because I don't know if you heard about the Cynthia Brown girl that um, oh, the one... was in prison in the state. Yeah, apparently that, is that issue had yeah. been they have been working on it for years yeah. guaranteed like since it had happened but obviously it wasn't oh, so until it picked up on social yeah so that it little... really
0: caught fire but give context yeah sorry. so a recap of that so um i saw this because rihanna tweeted it but mm. basically this girl who was 16 is in prison she was 16 she's like almost she, out age yeah so no. she's she was 16 and she put in prison for life or something yeah something she like that she was a too. sex trafficking victim she, she, yeah but she was like convicted as like a prostitute but it was like mm. all, did she kill someone?
2: She killed someone because she thought he was going to kill her. She shot oh, him. Oh
0: yeah, like Ugh. she was being like exploited as a basically like, a child yeah. prostitute, which mm-hmm. isn't a word. A child like victim. Yeah, and, um, and she killed him, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, she was put in prison, and she was tried as like an adult, and all this other stuff. Yeah, but she even was like she was obviously. A minor. Yeah, she was obviously. She was like seen as like some sort of. I think she was like portrayed as some sort of like prostitute who tried to rob him, but it was mm-hmm. like she was a child who was being raped by a man. Yeah, and, a grown and, man. Kill, yeah, and killed him because he was gonna hurt her she, so yeah. she was like anyway but she's out of prison now but she'll be like, out yeah yeah later this year but like she like there was a lot of social media buzz about her i yeah. saw it for Miranda the past two years, like, yeah, years and then yeah. like, obviously these legal aid lawyers or lawyers mm. have been trying to support help her. yeah
2: support i think and even the, kim kardashian too yeah. uh, i will put her name there but then um like i she, think the th- governor has given her clemency or something like that yeah
0: Whatever. Me. but yeah like people knowing about it <laughs> yeah it it's really important because
2: well. <laughs> it puts a lot of weight on um the uh, um government official because i feel like i heard something i don't want to missay stuff but basically like um for every no it might not be sometimes i get mixed up with american and british
0: stuff but yeah. like basically just contact your
2: local official in it yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah contact the, MP. <laughs> yeah, the mp's um Go on. Yeah. Um, so social media or where to follow yeah.
1: or I handle. think, yeah, people, Mm-mm. I think so, because social media is like a free medium for people to, mm. obviously, as we all know, but, it's, it's difficult because you're kind of you want to tell people about what you do but then you've also got to be confidential to all of your clients yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah, and not and not call out the people who you are constantly bringing claims against because they some of them still fund you and you have to work with them a lot of the time as well so mm-hmm. it's a difficult road to walk but I think the law centres do it pretty well mm-hmm. so the law centres network are on Twitter they're very active it's at mm-hmm. law centres also all of the local law centres or well, most of them have their own Twitter feeds as well mm-hmm. obviously I'm going to call out Ealing Law Centre because they're great <laughs> um, but also if you're interested in the sort of wider campaign and different areas of law as well uh, there's a campaign organisation called Justice Alliance Mm -hmm. Um, their handle is Just Alliance UK Mm -hmm. and they talk about all different areas of law so civil and criminal all different issues that are coming up and working to campaign on um Sort of bringing more information to the public about what lawyers are actually doing and and what we're up against basically in mm-hmm. this in in this sort of situation. There's a lot of changes that that are coming up at the moment. The courts are being closed down. Um, they're trying to digitise all of the courts to the point yeah. where they're going to be getting people to plead guilty or not guilty on their phones. Sort of taking mm. out <laughs> a chance for any any legal advice trying to streamline everything to the point where no one's going to know what is actually happening and, and the consequences of their decisions. Um, so, yeah, I would definitely recommend to keep an eye out
2: on that and see what's happening. We almost died. People, just to let you know, we're like superheroes <laughs> out here. Yeah. We had to run outside, quench the fire, then come back in to make sure that we recorded this quality piece for you. Just, yeah.
0: just to let you know. You're, you're fucking welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Um, okay, so we're going to move on to our section rants and bans. And Nima, do you want to talk about the new army posters yeah. that we've seen? I don't think Mandy knows about these. No, no I will. Okay. I will gladly show you. <laughs> okay, so um, basically, the army is doing a new campaign to attract millennials. Oh, it's so stupid because we don't <laughs> and, have enough people. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's like um, all of the like posters okay. are like, oh um are you a snowflake? We need you because you're sensitive. For your empathy or yeah, compassion yeah,
2: yeah. or something. Yeah. I'm like, oh really?
0: <laughs> like, In like a World War II style. Yeah. Mm. And then, there was one where it's like, are you an addictive gamer? We need someone with your commitment Concentra- level. Yes. Yeah, concentration. concentration
2: or something like that. And then it's like, oh, other
0: oh. ones like, are you a social justice warrior? We need your caring. Those are three. I'm giving them yeah, to Jay okay. so she can read them to you guys. Are you a phone zombie? Oh my God. What is that for? I guess all and these... For your... I don't know what it says. Snowflakes, we need you for your compassion binge gamers we need you for your drive <laughs> <laughs> literally <laughs> the hard drive lovely um, and I don't know what the other one says but it's phone zombies we need you for your I probably it, concentration or something yeah or technical skills or yeah. your um, anyway I don't the know ability what, to block everything out focus <laughs> for your focus, focus
2: that's what it is
0: <laughs> fo- it's behind a lamppost but yeah I yeah um, but yeah uh, what is it? I, I don't like the army anyway what do I what do I think of the army I think I guess defense is necessary. Yeah, but I, which
2: comes the show. Yeah, <laughs> but
0: then the like glorification of it sometimes I find mm. weird. Yeah, I think it's a bit like. Yeah, and I had, someone said this once, and I was like, oh, social justice issue. <laughs> she was like, oh, um, it's funny how the army go into like working class neighborhoods, um, and like recruit these young men to be mm-hmm. the, in the army when they're like, not they're not vulnerable, but it's like, oh, you have no other options, so fight in the army, and it's like, what yeah. about? like i don't know it's like yeah, i don't know and it's kind of like oh this is how you get respect and blah blah, blah. And obviously i respect people that are in the army it looks hard but mm-hmm. it's yeah. a bit like people are not giving respect when they come back and then everyone's like ptsd all this other stuff like mental health just all the actual things that will affect people when they come yeah. back it's like a they know who
2: they're prying on because like even those posters those are up in like southeast yeah yeah like around peckham side
0: oh really yeah
2: not too far off from peckham i was just like
0: interesting like yeah, <laughs> so, yeah the, the targeted areas and stuff like that it yeah. wasn't done
2: in good taste i was just like what is this like you're insulting people and then like but we need you <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah because yeah, we know that it doesn't when they say snowflake it's like it has snowflake has a bad connotation like when i hear snowflake I've, i see it as like a derogatory term that they try and use on millennials yeah because we tend to be um I don't know. Do we tend to be more issues? compassionate? Yeah, and do, yeah, about social issues or just being a bit more empathetic? I don't think that's a bad thing, you know. Not at all. Well, um, we know more about things, don't we? Because yeah, they, exactly. The rise
1: in the internet and the sharing of
2: information exactly. is the gates are open.
1: Yeah, mm. and some people don't like that, weirdly enough. So, so it's actually
0: racist when you say
2: that. <laughs> yeah. <So flagged>. <laughs> <laughs> why, you, why you want to be called a snufflay? Yeah, <laughs> but, it's a
0: bit like. It annoys me though. It mm. makes you laugh because. I think my mum, she doesn't think that about me. I think she does because I'll get mm-hmm. annoyed and I'll shout at her about things. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, it's like, who oh, would say something stupid about Donald Trump and I'm like, you're trash, not my mum. Yeah. Well, maybe I didn't. Those viewpoints, like, is, are, the viewpoints actually, are trash. This is an issue mm-hmm. and these are why it's an issue and like, mm-hmm. people are like, oh, it's fine. But it's like, it's, I think we understand the consequences of things. Yeah. Or, like, yeah, we know we to unpack
2: to, things. Yeah. I think, and that's a good thing, right? You shouldn't just take things at face value. Like, I think, before our generation, it's been so easy to just feed something to someone because you don't get the back end of the story. You don't get to unravel what became, what what ultimately became the whole package, if yeah. that makes sense. But now, like, with social media, like you said, and the internet, like, you can do your own research. You can even find out and, like, untie the loose ends. Like, it's easy. Access to information, period, has just, like, opened up. Yeah. So... I don't know, that's... I don't know, I think people should be happy about that, if anything. Like, the ability to challenge and question things, that's what you're supposed to do, isn't it?
1: I think you'd be happy about that unless you like the status quo. Yeah, and you're benefiting. That's what Mm -hmm. what the issue is, if it's fine Mm -hmm. for you. So, like, you were saying about, like, relatives. I've had conversations with family members who are of an older generation about like the current benefit system mm. and been told that I'm, that I'm sort of exaggerating things. It's like, I'm I'm really not like, what, mm. what a weird thing to exaggerate. <laughs> Why would I make up stories about that? Like, I'm just telling you about my job. Like this is, this is what it's actually like. And, I don't think they're bad people I just think they think oh it's fine I'm fine everyone's comfortable it's not Mm. that bad but if you work in it you know it is actually that bad Mm. and people need to be talking about it and people need to be outraged about it because if the wider public was pissed off then the politicians actually have to do something that's what happened with Windrush Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that at some point this is what's going to happen with... With legal aid, so they're coming. They're sorry to bring it back. No, no, no. no it's good. I'm, it's good. Uh, I'm on the message. Um, so at the moment, there's a, there's a they called a review last year mm-hmm. of the law which um, made all of these cuts. It's called LASPO, mm-hmm. the Legal Aid Sensing and Punishment of Offenders Act. They even make it sound boring, so no one will be interested in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have they keep extending the date for their response to this review because, and they they literally said this. Their reason for it was to paraphrase. Oh, we didn't actually realise we'd have that many responses so we need some more time to deal with it so they didn't even think that people would respond to the consultation mm. and it's like you're, so you're not even making time for people to have opinions on this mm-hmm. you clearly have no value in it so mm. yeah um, I think that it's it's a great thing that people mm-hmm. can can just Talk generally about things that, that they don't have in their sort of inner circle yeah um and and learn about it and be pissed off about it be publicly pissed off mm-hmm.
0: yeah. i think that, it's that, that exaggeration it's thing is i found it strange because i know people that say it they're like it's just like what are you talking about why would anyone be exaggerating that like if you liked your job why would you say it's hard mm-hmm. i don't know I, obviously, I just think i think that's in maybe in some people's nature to be like that to like over complain or something like that so they think that everyone's over-complaining. I was like, no. Most people, people don't... Say, well, I know a lot of people that don't say um, uh, what they think. Like, they, they'll be like, oh, it's fine. Like, I'm happy. I think you know? that's the problem, though, yeah. too.
2: Like, we're so used to being like, oh, it's fine. We're not... And older generations, rather, are so used to, like, not talking about their issues. Yeah. Like, we could take it back to, like, Renier De Lodges and why I'm no longer talking to white people. And when you read the stories, you're like, I never... I remember telling you and saying, my parents never... Used to tell me about like the climate before when I was a kid, so yeah. I didn't know there were issues. So obviously, you now start thinking as an individual that when you're experiencing certain situations, that is just you, yeah, yeah. And the fact that we have these open platforms now allows you to be like, Oh, you're not alone, these this shit does happen, make noise about it, so it's recorded, yeah, and yeah. therefore it's not like in our crazy imagination, and we end up being told we're mad yeah yeah. like for lack of better words that um these things are happening like it's so conversation is necessary that's the point communication mm-hmm. is the, the base so-
0: yeah, the social media like uh mm-hmm. remember that everyday sexism thing so mm-hmm. it's basically like a twitter where there'd be women would tweet this happened to me today like someone shouted at me in the street some man stared at me in the bus for like mm-hmm. four hours and you're yeah. just like I want to leave and all this other stuff is happening and I think that's a lot of times how I make... Not how I make friends, but you know, like, oh, we can relax because we can bond. Oh, someone said this to me. They've said this to me. Over our oppressions. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. This is so ridiculous. And You've got to look on the bright side. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I think people assume we're all getting really angry about it, but really, we're just like... They're just are just you, If I say it to you, it's like, oh, some random man shouted me out of his car. It'd be like... Mm that's So stupid, I roll. and like <laughs> I roll, but it's not like we're outraged. But once, if you're like, okay, this is happening to everyone, and we have an organized thing, we yeah, can say something about it, yeah, I it's cathartic, know. like
2: just letting it out,
0: yeah. But people are like, something. don't let it out, hold it in,
2: get a drinking problem, yeah,
0: and let it hit yourself, <laughs> yeah, punch someone yeah, you at the pub. <laughs> I don't know, like, it's like, well, oh, that's not a good idea, yeah, you, exactly. Is that like least... you'll be a lot less happy. Do mm. think that's
1: partly a gender thing as well? Because we're conditioned to be like, "Oh no, everything's fine. It's fine. I'm nice. I'm cheering up. Love. It might never happen. Yes. <laughs> Don't ever be. Don't cry over a boy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Not what I'm crying
2: about yeah.
1: <laughs> <it>. <laughs> But he just shouted at me from his car, and yeah. it's a very
2: British thing too. Like yeah. just not saying anything, mm. being complain. yeah, passive aggressive, and just like <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a very British thing for sure. But then again. Like you said, it doubles down, like, gender as well. Like, in both aspects, though, as well, isn't it, to a degree? We let boys say a lot more than... I don't know. I think we encourage boys to say more. Yeah, if they you l- do.
1: If you look at, kind of, when the way that small kids are treated traditionally mm. I don't know I feel like I have a warped view of this because I'm, I'm an only child and mm. I never had any I never saw myself as different from the boys at school or anything like that yeah and so I always had all these views which now I can sort of articulate as an adult but I feel like it's always been there yeah. <laughs> because I'm like I can do whatever anyone else can mm-hmm. um but i think that if if you are outspoken as a young man you've got leadership skills and mm. you're impressive and if you're a young mm-hmm. woman you're bossy mm-hmm. and you're um you're naggy and those are completely different have completely different connotations yeah. and you're if you're given a toy and you're a boy it's a soldier and if you're a, if you're a girl it's a barbie and you can dress her up but mm-hmm. she doesn't have a gun i mean she probably shouldn't have a gun but she can have like a lab coat there there are wear too yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um I saw an interesting thing recently that um uh, Margot Robbie has been cast as Barbie oh yeah I saw that in in the new movie and a, some journalist, I think it was in the Evening Standard or somewhere were saying how that was a really really great thing because even though Barbie has, is like a problematic thing she's hugely popular it's a big deal and yeah. they're bringing out a film about her and Margot Robbie is someone who could easily have taken the pinup route but she's done all these really interesting films yeah. like Jay and I went to see I, Tonya together If oh, yeah, you seen really that It was and it was no, amazing she started her a production advert, company so. like she's an incredible she's actress she's Australian isn't she, she yeah yeah yeah, starting from know. Neighbours which is also a great show
2: Neighbours <laughs> become good,
0: good friends. friends that was stunning yeah, that so was yeah really she's, she's gonna
1: make Barbie great yeah that is good
0: um, yeah I think I don't know what we're talking about Gen- we're not Feminism. So yeah, yeah. leave specifics. us alone like and I also think it's interesting like so if you're and really... they should write more about the baby boomers and how
2: they're taking up space yeah <laughs> everywhere I look they're building retirement homes they die soon god forgive me but no okay, <laughs> okay. services the <laughs> pensions <laughs> yeah.
0: guys we're gonna be the ones living in those retirement homes not too long we're people. not as many as them though
2: they are so freaking many <laughs> really? I'm always seeing freaking yes in Britain I'm always seeing retirement buildings I'm like my god that's because we can't afford the houses yeah <laughs> so mm. they only built them for the old people that can but sorry
0: you were no, saying no, something. It's true um i don't remember what i was gonna say uh, i think i was gonna say that women have to be more capable if they're going to be successful because they have to be able to have the social skills and the leadership skills but you have to be able to like make people feel comfortable with your being there but a yeah, man please. could just be mm. really intelligent and then be the leader and he doesn't yeah. have to I, say what he wants <laughs> like yeah. he doesn't have to have the the, the social skills but you yeah. I,
2: yeah, women yeah. aren't able to get away with that, uh, and I've noticed yeah. that when a woman is like that and is very assertive, it's like, Gosh, you need to tone it down, or you know, that kind got, of thing. You're coming people. off a bit strong,
0: yeah. Because even if they're like not bad people, but you know, some people are like a bit weird or like boring or like not very friendly, yeah. Mm-hmm. If a woman's not lacking woman social like skills, that, she probably won't move up places, but if yeah. a man's oh, like, Oh, definitely, could still move up, definitely, and that's kind yeah. of like. With, because you'd see you'd see her and you'd be like, there's good reason that she's not moving up. She's not good with people, but a man could still move up and he's bad with people. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. kind of like, mm-hmm. oh, this is um, annoying because you, neither of you have the skills. Someone else should be doing it. Someone yeah, it should be a skill. balance. Should doing
1: it? And you're allowed like le- to be less looked at as an individual. It's how you are in a group and how you work in that group rather than what you do on your own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Could you imagine a female Don Draper? No.
0: How much would everyone... Don Draper, I he's Don so, Draper? He's in... Um, Mad I don't Men. know names. Madman. He was uh, basically uh, like a.
2: I feel like people drunk. always
0: talk about <laughs> yeah. An anything. old, handsome, charming yeah. drunk. Yeah, He's yeah. <laughs> a really good drunk. Yeah. <laughs> but basically, recommend. he would just like, be brilliant and then run off. But it's mm. like, and not talk, and be rude to everyone. But like, it's like, that if a, a woman wouldn't be, wouldn't
2: be able never, to do that, well, no, it wouldn't even be the show. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, man, people question if they're gonna get their job back when they go on maternity leave. Talk less of just running away. <laughs> <That's
0: exactly laughs> it. exactly. it's like, come on, it's like, she, you know, she's having a baby, so maybe she shouldn't come
2: back. <laughs> oh my god, random. Oh, this is really off topic and random. But I saw in the news there was a woman who has been in the coma for like since she was three years old. This is in America, and yeah. she just gave birth. What? Yeah, and wow. apparently this is like you can actually give birth and be—is um, it comatose or whatever the w- yeah, yeah. Yeah, word is?
1: I have many questions about that. I don't know if this is the place for them. though. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like have you seen Kill talking. Bill? That happens
2: for Ooh. real. I'm I actually, anyway, yeah,
0: Washington yeah. This woman.
2: Oh, but the reason I wanted to bring that up in terms of the giving birth, but I was like, see, this is a perfect example. You know when um this whole victim-blaming stuff when it comes, oh, sorry to end it like this, but yes. on um, um victim-blaming when it comes to sexual assault issues is that, I was like, this woman was in the conversation. She's been three years old and she's 29. So what excuse are you going to give for this girl now that's been raped?
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wonder. I'm like, no, no, seriously. I yeah, should sure blame like, a nurse yeah, or, yeah. not being with her
2: the whole time. Yeah, there should have like been like, a female yeah. nurse with her. I don't know. I don't know. It just... I yeah. read it on the way here to recording, so I was That's
0: just really like... really It's fresh on my mind. It's mad. Mm. i to read up on that Madness. and then be like, ugh. Mm. Um, but I guess we should end the, end the show. Yeah. Um, so this has been About Town. I was going to say Brown About Town. This has been About Town.
2: Formerly Brown About Town. Yeah. <laughs> so in case you're wondering where Brown About Town is, we are the same...
0: Yeah. Jay it's Jay and Lima. Lima. <laughs> um, And we're going to be bringing our special London guests on. Every episode. Um, and so our social media is about about town underscore oh LDN on mm. Instagram and Twitter. Yes. Um, and yeah, those are the places you should follow us. Oh, listen to us on SoundCloud. Spotify. Hey, finally. <laughs> well, that happened in the
2: break. Yeah. Right. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. we had finished recording. We got put on Spotify. We had like, last year we were like, want to be on Spotify. Because everyone, regardless of what phone you have, <laughs> I'm so excited about it, but like, regardless of what phone you have, like Spotify, you can download it. Even if you don't have the um, premium package, yeah. you can subscribe and it will pop up. Up straight away yep. so it's probably the most accessible platform mm-hmm. that anybody can have as long as you stream music right yeah. yeah so yes tell your friends check us out on spotify i think yeah. that'll probably be like our number one place of reference because i feel like it's the most accessible not everyone has an iphone or an android so it's like don't flip between google play yeah but yeah you can find us on google play though too
0: yeah google play etc etc <laughs> <laughs> but so i've been jay and I'm Nima, and of course our lovely guest thank you to our lovely guest oh Yay. thanks for having me yes. <laughs> spirit fingers <laughs> do I say my name yes, yes. I've, I, been, I've been Mandy <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and that's the end bye yeah.